Welcome back. Heading into Easter weekend. But if you can, you should take part of this weekend to check out a documentary that we screened at the Hoagland Center for the Arts. It's an important, but also, frankly, an infuriating documentary about something that happened right here in our community, not in the far distant past, but within most of our lifetimes. And it shows what we're still, even to this day, dealing with in terms of race relations. We got another uh, vivid reminder of that in the last couple of weeks here in Springfield as well. The documentary is called No Title for Tracy. Maria Ansley is the producer and director. This is going to be screened again tomorrow with two showings at the Hoagland Center for the Arts. She joins us live here this afternoon. Maria, thank you for taking the time. Great to have you here. Uh, and, and I'm sorry, Maria, do, do we have you there? Do you hear me? Okay, I can hear you now. That was on my end, not yours. But uh, again, okay. thank you. Thank you for the time. Uh, so let's just start by uh, this is something that, and I'm I'm embarrassed to admit when uh, the information about the documentary first came out, and I, I learned of this, I, I wasn't really familiar with the story. Uh, and this happened, uh, Tracy, in, in your documentary, is Tracy Mears, a Springfield High School student who graduated high school two years after I did. She's, she's one of my peers. I was away at school and this was going on, but didn't really recall hearing about it at the time how did you learn of it and decide that this story needed to be told in a documentary well it was a girls weekend in brown county and um, one of my friends was tracy's um, younger sister dr nicole florence and she was telling us the story of this and it was shortly after the george floyd incident and you know that brought up a lot of conversations about um diversity equity inclusion and so when Nikki was telling us this story, I'm like, Nikki, people need to know this. I mean, I think this is something that we can learn from and hopefully do better. And I said, somebody needs to tell the story. And I'm a photographer, and I work at the medical school um, here in Springfield as a photographer, and I've worked in the marketing office, and I work in plastic surgery, and I've created videos, and I've told stories about patients and things like that. Well, at the time, I didn't really think about myself telling the story, and I pitched it to a few people, and nothing kind of came of it. So then um, I said to Nikki, I said, you let me know if your sister's in town, because I want, I'm going to do it. I'm just going to do it myself. And that's how it started. And, and this story, by the way, is something that I think if you, if you told somebody uh, what had happened here, they'd think, oh, something that would have been in the 1940s or the 1950s, maybe the early 1960s. This was 1984 at Springfield High School. Tracy Mears had the highest grade point average in her class, but was denied the title of valedictorian by Springfield High School right here in our community, and even just to say it out loud, I have such disbelief about it that this is going on in our lifetimes here. Uh, you reached out to Tracy Mears, and without giving away uh, too much of the, the great ending of this, she is a renowned, nationally known legal scholar, incredibly Correct. accomplished, uh, you know, a remarkable uh, career after this. How did she react when you reached out to her to say, I, I want to tell this part of your life story? Well, I let her sister um, do that part, and I got the call the night before and said, hey, she's here if you want to interview her, and um, that's kind of how it started. It started around Thanksgiving weekend was the first time I met Tracy and interviewed her, and then the ball just started rolling, and the next, I mean, I thought I was making a YouTube video, and the next thing I know, the Hoagland was so generous to um, premiere the, the documentary. 
So you got a chance to watch it, correct? I did. I, I got to watch it today. I was absolutely riveted by it. it. It's called No Title for Tracy. Maria Ensley is the producer and director and is joining us here this afternoon. And again, uh, to uh, to be screened a free screening at the Hoagland Center for the Arts tomorrow. What's, what's breathtaking about this, as I said, I, I was away at college when this was going on. Um, and I, I cannot feel like had I been here hosting a talk show, we'd gotten wind of this. This would have been a, a huge story. But I don't recall this ever really coming to the surface, except and something in your documentary triggered a memory for me that this ultimately became something that was talked about as part of the evidence in the voting rights lawsuit that ultimately led to the changeover in Springfield government and talking about the disparities that, that still existed for people of color in Springfield. And that triggered a little something for me that I vaguely recalled hearing about it. But Tracy's mom worked for the school district. Her, her dad is somebody yes. of, of great prominence in the community. How did this yes. not blow up into just a huge controversy in Springfield? Well, I, th- I think for the family, and I mean, I don't really want to speak for them. You know, they speak in the documentary about it. They had two younger daughters that they had to go through the school system, too. And they did do things. And what they did gave Tracy one of the title of top student. And when I say top student, it was top students. There were two top students, but Tracy was always listed second. Tracy was always shown second. It was never really acknowledged as the top student, the number one student, the highest grade point average. And I think the people that really lost out here is Springfield High School and Springfield, Illinois, because look at her now, you know, and what a positive person and what a role model she could have been for our community. You know, and, and we think about this it being the 1980s, and we think, boy, we were so far removed from the, the worst of, of segregation. But in reality, in Springfield, we were less than 10 years after the court ruling that ordered desegregation of Springfield Public Schools. It wasn't really that far wow. in the past. Uh, and so the notion that uh, suddenly when a, a young black woman had the highest GPA in the class and they said, well, we, we can't make her the valedictorian. It, it's so astonishing, but maybe when you think about it in that context, maybe it shouldn't have been. Now, you do actually point to, uh, in the documentary, some of the people who were school administrators at that time and district administrators at that time. Did, did you have any uh, ability to, to try to make contact with any of them or any of them still alive to find out, you know, what, what were you um, thinking? Why would you do this? Several of the people have pa- passed. Yeah. Um, we did try to speak with her guidance counselor. And she she didn't want to talk at the time, and we understand that. But um, we were able to talk with other students. And, you know, interesting enough, the students didn't weren't even really aware of this either. You know, her classmates and her friends, they knew she was a valedictorian. They knew she was the top student. They knew she had the highest GPA. They just hadn't noticed that she wasn't ever called it or ever given that actual title or put in that role. And so I think that was kind of the sad thing, you know. Yeah. They didn't acknowledge her as the person. Yeah, they, they tried to just pass it off as, well, we're just kind of presenting it a little bit differently this year. But it, it right. certainly seems, right. and, and you, you point to but this that in was the only doc- after her. That was only after her parents yeah. actually contacted people within the district. Because initially... Because the, up until that point, it wasn't happening at all. The, the other student who had a lower GPA, but that was the person that was being taken around to various events and introduced as top student, correct? 
correct. That is my understanding from wow. what I've researched. We're talking again with Maria Ansley. No title for Tracy is going to be shown uh, with two showings tomorrow at the Hoagland Center for the Arts. They've added a second showing into a larger theater uh, because of the demand for this. Uh, and Maria, of course, correct. you know we have seen uh, in in just recent days again this this specter of of racism in our community, the the rage that's there under the the surface, and the you know the the challenges that we still face here. What does this episode you know, tell us about our community and about the, the things that are, are being done by people that you wouldn't necessarily think of as people who would a- act this way, you know, school administrators and folks who were supposed to be looking out for the welfare of young people, and, and yet they were able to, to do things like this and seemingly barely bat an eye over it? I honestly, I, I don't have words for what is happening right now here in our community. I... Um, do believe that tomorrow the leading authority in our nation on policing policy will be here in this town and her story is going to be told and i hope everybody will tune into our live stream on our facebook page or get the few tickets that are left at the hoagland for our 3 p.m show and come out we're going to have a um, panel discussion afterwards and people have the opportunity to meet tracy and see her yeah, it, right there. it's got to be noted again that from this this snub in Springfield, she went on to become the first African-American woman to receive tenure at the University of Chicago Law School, first African-American woman to receive tenure at Yale Law School, and is now considered, again, the, the foremost uh, expert in legal studies in the country on issues of policing and, and relations with the community. Uh, it, it's a, a remarkable story uh, and uh, remarkable, again, the just unseen role that, that Springfield played in, in all of this, and it's important that this story uh, get out there. So uh, tell us again uh, how people get tickets for it. You've got two screenings tomorrow, and, and I know tickets have been going fast, but there is still an opportunity for people to get to get tickets to see this. You could go on to the website of the Hoagland Center for the Arts, and we have a 3 p.m. show that we'll have a live panel discussion with afterwards. I'm happy to say that uh, myself, Tracy, her sister, Dr. Nicole Florence, which most people in our community know, Mm -hmm. and um, Superintendent Jennifer Gill will be on this panel. It'll be moderated by Rakesha Fallon, and um, I think that's the best show to come to if you want to get tickets. I'd come to the 3 p.m. show, and then we have a second showing at 7 p.m. HCFTA.org for ticket information. I would move quickly to get your spot because, uh, again, they had already uh, had one screening sell out, and uh, there's a lot of demand, a lot of interest to see this. Uh, After this weekend, where do you take this documentary then? Will it be uh, available afterwards? How would people have the chance to see it in the future? Well, we're we're live streaming, too, so if they can't come to the event or they're out of town, they can watch it on our Facebook page, No Title for Tracy. And right now, we're not quite sure where we're going with the documentary after this. We kind of need to see what happens this weekend. Well, again, uh, just to, uh, I would say check it check it out on our Facebook page. Yeah. All information will be there. Uh, I've got a link to it on my Facebook page. Again, just search for No Title for Tracy, and you can find that. You can watch the uh, the feed tomorrow, uh, and keep watching that page as well. Hopefully, for additional information in the future about where else you might be able to see it if you don't get the chance to uh, to watch it tomorrow. Maria Ansley, congratulations! It's a really important work, uh, and I appreciate you sharing it with me today and thanks for taking the time here this afternoon.
Thank you, Jeff. Oh, and uh, I just want—I just want to mention. I just got a Facebook message from somebody uh, indicating that uh, uh, the screenings may, in fact, be uh, filled for tomorrow. Uh, I'd go ahead and check the website anyway. You might want to call the Hoagland box office. Might be a waiting list in case somebody cancels. But uh, uh, again, very much in demand for this. So I, I do appreciate it this afternoon. Thank you.